18 Daf Lamed Vav Amud Aleph to Lamed Zayin, a humanist socio-economic system, Amad Vihit Kin Prusbul. This piece of Gemara, which about, by the way, I prepared uh, flying from Tel Aviv to Toronto yesterday, uh, and I'm delivering to you from Toronto, so it's not surprising that it has a bit of a global flavor to it. Uh, the piece of Gemara that we're dealing with is the institution of the Prusbul by Hillel Hazaken. So this is the great Hillel, the founder of Beit Hillel from the century before the Common Era. Um, and he introduced a Prusbul, which covers the situation mentioned in Parashat Re'eh in the, in the Torah, where in the seventh year of the Shemitah, not only do we leave the land to grow fallow and so on, there are many laws of the Shemitah that apply, but one of the important laws of the Shemitah is that certain loans that one has made during the period of time of the past six years are annulled, they're cancelled uh, at the time of the Shemitah. And uh, the Torah, in fact, warns us, uh, be careful not to be restrictive in your economic activity before the Shemitah so as not to find yourself losing uh, in that process. So the Torah is concerned about it, yet it does institute this law that the loans are cancelled at the end of the seventh year. And we learn on Daflamid Vav that Hillel introduced the Prusbul. The Prusbul was uh, a way to get around the cancellation of these debts. So if one has written the Prusbul, and I'm not going to go into the technicalities of how it's done, the whole sugya deals with that, then one can claim the debt even after the period of the Shemitah. And this is one of the things that Hillel Hazaken, the, the wise Hillel, the great Hillel, instituted. He noticed that the people were not lending money to one another. They were withholding their credit lines. Uh, and as a result of that, and this is the important part of the, this is actually a Mishnah in Shviz, and they transgressed that which was said in the Torah, be careful not to do something that is restrictive and nasty because of the Shemitah year. Amad v'itkit prusbul, so he established the prusbul. My prusbul, what does this word prusbul mean? Omar uh, the prusbuli uvuti, buli elu ashirim, and Rashi explains that prusbul comes from these two words, prusbuli, um, and buli means wealthy people, and buti means the poor people, says Rashi shilo yafsidu, um, that the rich people should not lose money because their debt is cancelled and they lose their, 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 the money that they lent. And so that the poor people shouldn't have credit lines blocked for them before the Shemitah, that they're unable to borrow money. So Hillel introduced the Prusbul. The simple understanding, the simple assumption about Hillel's introduction of the Prusbul is to preserve the, uh, the flow of, of, of capital, the flow of money uh, in the community and to encourage trade and finance, that the Shemitah, the Shemitah year could block the natural uh, velocity of money as it flows from creditor to debtor and back again. And, and, and Hillel was concerned about this. That's an old way of understanding it, which is a little bit strange. If the Torah introduces the law of the Shemitah, the Torah obviously is not worried about that and for some reason requires it. So we could say, as we've often explained before, that the laws of the Torah are the ideal, and the Chachamim introduced the, the laws that make the ideal work as best as they can in an imperfect world. The Torah is perfection, but the world is not perfection, and life is not perfection. And the role of the rabbis is to marry the perfection of the Torah with the imperfection of humanity. Uh, and one of the ways that this is done in this case is through the Prusbul. 
But that's not what the Mishnah says in Shvi'it. That's not what the piece of Gemara that I read to you actually means. It says, it says the reason he did it is to stop the people from being over, from transgressing a law in the Torah which says, And the, the people who famously deal with this issue are the Kesef Mishnah, that's the Mechaber of the Shulchan Aruch who writes the Kesef Mishnah, and Yosef Kara writes the Kesef Mishnah on the Rambam, and the Bach, who's one of the most important perushim we have on the Tur. The Tur is the foundation of the Shulchan Aruch, written by the son of the Rosh, and the Bach, and again the Beit Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Karo, writes a parish on the on the Tur, which is hugely important and becomes the springboard of the Shulchan Aruch. And the Bach is the other really important parish on the whole of the of the Tur. And both the Bach and the Mechaber, Rabbi Yosef Karo, but the Bach in the on the Tur and the Rabbi Yosef Karo on the Rambam in the case of Mishnah and Echos Memrim speak about this. Um, and they seem to suggest that it's not really because of the the law and the Torah. You see, there's a problem with this Gemara because either way it's problematic. If you say that the reason for Hillel's takana of the Prusbul, his legislation of the Prusbul, was in order to stop them from transgressing the mitzvah in the Torah, then one has to ask, but where do we see that before? Where do the rabbis institute special takanot so that you don't transgress something in the Torah? Yes, there are hachakot. The hachamim will sometimes make a, a, a siag to do something to make it a little harder for us to, to, by mistake, transgress the law of the Torah. But to institute a whole law that goes against the very spirit of the law of the Torah in order that we shouldn't uh, transgress the law of the Torah, that would seem very strange. And if we say the purpose was to encourage trade and finance and to avoid the blockage of credit lines, then you've got to say, why does the Mishnah bring the, 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 the posuk from the Torah? And say he did it so that people will not transgress the mitzvah of Isham davar im Why would he actually bring that pasuk? So it's, it's not very clear either way. And there's, in my opinion, a lot of misunderstanding of the Kesef Mishnah and the Bach. Um, the, the, on the surface, they seem to be saying, the Bach says very, very careful, clearly, that this is not about the mitzvah in the Torah. This is to make sure that the wealthy people don't lose their money when in the best of good intention they're lending money to facilitate poor people's lives and we don't want them to lose their money and we don't want the poor people not to be able to, to borrow. Uh, and, and so that's why it's instituted. But we have to go much further than that because the reason is, is much more subtle than that. The reason is much more... Um, complex and nuanced than that. It's not the role of the rabbis to create economic environments, and it's not the role of the rabbis to undo laws of the Torah. So what are the rabbis doing here? What did Hillel actually do here? What we've got to understand is this is not just about protecting the rich people or protecting the poor people or facilitating trade and finance, nor is it just a matter of avoiding people transgressing the law of the Torah. It's a way of making sure that the Torah's intended economic environment, that the Torah's intended system of, of uh, the socio-economic system of the Torah actually works and actually functions. And the socio-economic system of the Torah is, is important that we, under, we understand that in the context of a creator of the Rebbeinu Shalom, because God creates the world in such a way that we have to lend to one another, that we have to borrow from one another, that there needs to be creditors and, and, and debtors. Uh, and that's how he wants the world to, to operate. And even in this law of the, of the Prusbul, uh, or the, in the law of Shemitah, that the seventh year 
cancels the debts. The piece of Gemara that I bring in the source sheet on Daflamid Zayin Amud Bet is incredibly important that although it's um, there is the law of the Shemitah which cancels the debts, but it's not meant to work that way. What's meant to happen is the person is supposed to come to his creditor and say, I know Shemitah has taken place, but I want to repay you. The creditor then has to say, I can't accept your money because there are laws of the Shemitah. And the debtor then has to say to the creditor, but then I want to do it as a gift to you. So I'm not returning the loan because of the laws of the Shemitah, but then it's a gift to you. Surely that's in order. And, and that's the correct process. So we actually want the money to be recovered. And we see that very clearly from a story involving Abaya and Rabba, that we want the money to be recovered, but we want it to be lent and recovered in a sense of reciprocal kindness, not in a sense of oppress- oppressiveness of a creditor for a debtor uh, and, and possibly as a schemingness of a, of a debtor towards a creditor. We want there to be collaboration and cooperation and understanding of the kindness of one to another when there is a case of, of, of debt. Uh, because as the Chazal say, Hashem could have created the world without poor people, without people who need to borrow money. He didn't. He created the world in such a way that we do need to borrow money and we do need to lend money and that that's how the economy works. And we've got the beautiful Medrash when when Ruth says to, when Naomi says to Ruth, where did you go to collect your the, the, the wheat today? And the Medrash there tells us in the name of Rabbi Yeshua, more than the rich person does for the poor person, the poor person does a fortune for the rich person. The rich person needs the opportunity to use his wealth for chesed, for kindness, to see the impact, what he can do for other people, to uplift people, to inspire people, to help people. That nourishes the rich person as much as it nourishes the poor person. This is reciprocal. This is not a one-way thing. Um, and, and we see in the Gemara says, in fact, on Gemara Shabbos, and when it says, Lo aretz, that there will never be a time that there won't be poor people. The Gemara says, even in the time of Mashiach, because that's an ideal for the system. Hashem wants there to be people in need and people with plenty, people who have requirements and people who are generous, because that enables human growth, that enables people to develop their characters, to develop their generosity, to develop their empathy. That enables people to collaborate with one another and reciprocate to one another and build the world with chesed. Hashem did not create the world in such a way that chesed wasn't needed, that each person has everything that they need and they don't need one another. Specifically, the world is created that we need it. And so what Hillel was concerned about was not just that the economic system wouldn't work, not just that credit lines would stop, not just that rich people would lose their money, not just that the rich people in not lending their money might transgress the, the, the posik in the Torah. If we read the Bach and the case of Mishnah carefully and we understand the Rashi on Daflamid Zayin and Medalif at the top very, very carefully, we'll understand that what Hillel was worried about is that the intention, Hashem's intention, the Torah's intention of a humanistic socioeconomic environment where capitalism is encouraged, where the individual's pursuit of wealth is encouraged, where entrepreneurship is encouraged, but within the framework of a caring and humanistic society where people take care of one another with the wealth that they've accumulated. That's what the Torah wants. Yes, the Torah wants each of us to build our assets. The Torah wants each of us to work and build businesses. Those of us who are involved in that that area of life. But with the wealth that we accumulate, the Torah also wants us 
to be caring, to be kind, uh, and wants the, those who are in need uh, to, to be able to build relationships with those who have and thereby to build a society that is uh, one that is not only economically vibrant and prosperous, but one that is ethically and morally vibrant and prosperous with people growing not only their fortunes, but also their character.